0: Dear Diary, making the decision to immigrate to Calgary felt like I was placing an Amazon order for freedom, endless possibilities, social security, and a beautiful world of seamlessly integrated multiculturalism. Only instead of auto-filling my credit card information, clicking buy now, and receiving my package the next day, I spent months filling out paperwork and acquiring various documentations. And I spent years waiting for my visa. And when my metaphorical package finally did arrive, it wasn't exactly what I ordered.
1: We're Onya and Tomi, and on Diary of a Nigerian Immigrant, we're talking about what happens after you buy that one-way ticket. We'll chat with guests and hear their immigration stories. We'll commiserate, celebrate wins, and gossip about recent microaggressions. Buckle up, y'all. Today's guest is none other than Oni, the Oni co-host, creator of Diary of a Niger Immigrant through Onyi's Lens. So this episode is going to be great. It's going to be amazing. How are you
0: feeling? Oh my God. I am so nervous. I'm like, <laughs> okay, let's just rip off the band aid.
1: Yes, let's do let's it. Let's do it. It's episode one. This is your dream. Whoa. This is your baby. Diary of a Niger Immigrant. It's coming to life. This is so exciting. I'm
0: so excited. I don't want to get emotional.
1: (laughs) I'm happy. (laughs) Do it. Get emotional. I
0: am a bit nervous because I feel like I'm going to be throwing my story out there and I'm going to be vulnerable and just, but I'm also excited because I, I, I've always wanted people to, to actually know the truth about what it is to buy that one way ticket it's not easy Mm -hmm. wanting to be vulnerable but at the same time if i know that people are going to benefit from my experience i'm more than happy to do that right yes yeah
1: i love that and yes it's so true like that vulnerability being open about your story Mm. um can be so scary but you're so right it's such an important story and i think a lot of people are going to learn from it i hope Um, so and that's why we're here so (laughs) let's dive in can you do Start by telling us a little bit about your journey. I mean, obviously, you're here. We're here in Mokintis, Calgary, um, and you were not born here. Mm -mm. You bought a one-way ticket. Tell Mm -hmm. us about that. Tell us about where you're from. What brought you here?
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, so I am originally from Nigeria. I'm an Igbo girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Born and raised in Lagos. And, yeah, lived most of my life in Lagos, right? Mm -hmm. Had different experiences in Nigeria, like the full Niger experience. Mm -hmm. But I always wanted to to live in Canada.
1: Interesting.
0: Always wanted to. Because my dad actually went to school here in Canada.
1: Oh, okay. So, like,
0: I had always had... Canada at the back of my mind. Like I remember in high school when people ask what university would you like to go, and I would say University of Toronto.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> so like I had always wanted to live in Canada because my dad lived in Canada and I had cousins in Canada, and I I kept blaming. Him. I was like, why would you go to school in Canada and then move back to Nigeria? Why? Like, why didn't you give me a fair chance at a better life? Because my cousins are here. My uncle, my uncle lives in Ottawa, and he had all his kids here. They do it, so it was very exciting to actually dive into it finally. Okay,
1: so you kind of always expected to end up here.
0: I always expected to end up here, but like, I thought it was gonna be very, very rosy. Yeah. Like I said, I was like, why would you live in Canada? And then you decide to go back to Nigeria. Like, are you crazy or something? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, it's the dream. Yeah, yeah it's it the, the dream. Game. Like, <laughs> so, what was that moment for you? What was that moment of like, I'm doing this? You know, mm. you're already established. You mm. have your masters. You have your life. You have mm. a relationship. Like, you're already established. What made you be like, okay, this is happening. I'm doing this. Let's go. Oh, that's an interesting question. I think it
0: was. First of all, like I had, a, I have a very supportive husband, so I think that really helped. And then also, I just wanted to give, I felt like if I didn't have the chance at bringing my dreams alive and having the Canadian dreams, I pro- I owe it to my kids to give it to them, right? You have kids? I have two kids. You have two kids? <laughs> wait, wait, what? I was <laughs> like... You do i two, know
1: you you have two kids oh I my do. god I, have, I am learning this in real time i have, have two young kids. how many meetings how many hangouts i had no idea oh yeah i i do have oh, two this kids story got so much more exciting <laughs> i can't believe this okay yeah yeah wow Okay, wow. So you were like, this isn't just a decision for you. This yeah. is a decision for a lot of people. Exactly. That's, that is weighty. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. wow. So you were like, I'm yeah. doing this. I'm yeah. doing this for my family. Yeah. This is what this is. Yeah,
0: wants. yeah. And it was just, okay. My, when I was pregnant with my first child, I wanted to have him in America. Okay. And then it just felt like as soon as I got married, I couldn't travel out of Nigeria anymore. Why does that
1: f- it feel
0: like that? Yeah, because like when I was dating my husband, we applied for a Schengen visa to go to France. Mm. And we got denied. Mm. And then I got pregnant with my, my first child. And then, like, I was very honest. I was like, I want to have my child in America because Mm -hmm. I wanted to give my child a better future. And I was so scared of the Nigerian medical system Mm -hmm. because I lost my mom to the Nigerian medical system. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted, I was just scared and I wanted something else for my child. Mm -hmm. And so I applied for the American visa Mm -hmm. and I got denied. Really? Yeah. And then my cousin was about to get married, the one that lives in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And we were, like we wanted to come to Canada for, for that purpose. I had a job in Nigeria. like I was going to come and then leave. So my son and I, because I had already had him, went and we applied for even my dad, like someone who has had lived a chunk of his life here. We applied for the Canadian visa. And we got denied. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, this is bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, I have to do something about this. So like, I was like, maybe now, maybe now is the time to actually leave because they are scared that most of the the even the UK, like I applied for a UK visa and I got denied, mm-hmm. and most of the refusal was that they weren't sure I was gonna come back to Nigeria. So I was like. I told you guys the truth,
1: mm, that I was
0: going to come back to Nigeria. So
1: what type of visas are these that you're Just for? visitor
0: visas. Just visitor. And I was denied.
1: Wow. And I imagine this is what? Like, you know, a couple of months. Like, what's that, yeah. that visitor visa? What, Like, how long do you stay? Like,
0: just a, not even a couple months. Like, maybe a week or two so or you're 10 days.
1: just a literal regular visitor just visa just reg- to go, yeah. like, on vacation, just to go visit exactly. someone. Exactly. Wow. And
0: I got denied. I was like, no, there has to be something wrong with the Nigerian passport. Oh, my God. I was my like, no. God. It's,
1: okay, this is it's not happening. Like, I know it's so difficult to get a visa yeah. to come and live and stay and work mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. But just to literally visit just for a couple visit. weeks, a week. Yeah. Like, so, like, crazy. if they don't think I'm going to come back,
0: then maybe I'm not meant to be in Nigeria. Maybe I'm actually oh. not meant to come back. So I was like okay, now I am actually going to start the process to actually leave. And that was when I started to, yeah, I had to consult an immigration lawyer. I was like, okay, we want to go to school in Canada. What would it take? And yes, I'm not sure I'm going to come back, but this is like, I was honest with them and they were like, yeah, your status can change afterwards Mm -hmm. and we could totally make it happen. And guess what? We applied for the first like i was supposed to start my education at state the winter semester of 2020
1: okay
0: and so we applied in 2019 Mm -hmm. and we got denied Mm -hmm. even after applying with a lawyer
1: right yeah
0: so then we're like we've got to fight this like there's something wrong it's if there's actually something wrong then Just tell us what the problem is and let's know what's happening. But I cannot just get stuck in this country that I cannot leave. I can't Mm. travel when I love to travel. Mm. So then we decided to go to court. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. This story is
1: just getting... <laughs> spicier and spicier.
0: This yeah. So
1: and so many people crazy. don't
0: know that you can actually go to court. They, they just let it go and they're like, oh, they denied me and that's yeah. It. You
1: can fight a denial. Yeah. I did not know that
0: exactly. So then we went to court. They wanted to settle out of court, so they decided to do a redetermination. But that took a long time because we're talking 2020. COVID started right. Yeah. So it took a long time. I did my first year in Nigeria because I applied again to start in winter of 2021. Okay. So the whole of 2021 I did my first year mm-hmm. from Nigeria online. Mm-hmm. And then in 2022 finally moved with my two wow. kids. Wow. Wait,
1: yeah. so you were doing your first year uh, um like through SAPE but online. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Online. Wow. Okay. That
0: was maybe one of the good things about COVID is mm-hmm. was that you could study from anywhere in exactly. the world. Even though my network provider wasn't so cooperative of everything and but it was it was hard especially with the difference in time zones right Mm. but we had to make it work
1: wow okay so this is from that decision of like okay I'm you know gonna leave and maybe not come back like Mm -hmm. that decision of like I'm getting that one-way ticket Mm -hmm. how long was that process I would say it almost took Two years. Two years. Okay. Two years. Okay, wow. So you have this thing that you want, that you're working for, that you're Mm -hmm. getting rejected for over and over again. Mm -hmm. You're fighting for it. Mm -hmm. And then you get it. So walk me through that feeling. First of all, like, I imagine there's waves. First of all, it's like, wow, this is happening. We won. Mm -hmm. We're we're moving. Mm -hmm. This is big. And then there's actually like, landing here like the plane lands remind me again when did you arrive mm-hmm. what month it was december, it was december. 28th okay 2021
0: 21. 21 okay
1: 2021 so yeah. you arrive the plane lands it's winter mm-hmm. um you mm-hmm. arrived in was it edmonton mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> so tell me about that tell me about like oh yeah. my
0: goodness i remember cuz there the journey wasn't easy no part of it was easy mm-hmm. cuz then covid started omicron started mm-hmm. and so we had to go through dubai cuz nigeria ah. got banned mm-hmm. and so we had to stay in dubai for 2 weeks mm-hmm. before coming to canada to come to canada and my friend lives in edmonton so mm-hmm. we wanted to have like that touch point before actually moving to calgary right mm-hmm. and I remember thinking to myself, oh, once I finally enter this promised land, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, <laughs> hell, I will just Came lie over. down on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> when Life I see people's good. when I see people's videos and they're like, ah, I see snow, do you still want to come I'm like? What is wrong? Come on, It's the
1: promised land. <laughs> yeah, I
0: was like, <laughs> I would lie down on the snow, like I would dance, I would scream, I would do this and that. I was like, oh my God, once I finally set foot. Mm -hmm. But then reality set in, right? Mm -hmm. And we landed in Edmonton, minus 40. Oh, Jesus. It was
1: brutal. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. And I remember looking, like, from the airport, and I, my friend was coming, and she was like, hmm, okay, we're coming. The weather is bad. I was like, like come, Jerry. Like, which one is the weather? is bad. Just come. <laughs> so she came, and she was like, are you ready? She gave us some jackets, and she was like, are you ready? I was like, I've been ready my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> Open the door, girl. <laughs> like, I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah. And then she finally opens the door, and we go, ooh, oh. <sighs> My kids were screaming.
1: my God.
0: I was like, what is this? Right? Like, Like you can't
1: anticipate
0: that. You cannot. Yeah. There's no way to explain to anybody how the winter in Canada, in Alberta is, right? It might be, I don't know how it is in a different province, but in Alberta, it's just brutal. It's frigid. It's crazy yeah so yeah and then i remember getting to her house and i was kneeling down on the floor and i was singing and i was crying i was happy like you hadn't really sunk in that okay we landed in minus 14 sure <laughs> yeah you're just like
1: we're here yeah, like you worked so hard here. for this moment
0: and of course like there was a car to take us to the house mm-hmm. right And so I was happy. Yeah. Yeah. I expressed that thing. I said I was going to do. I did. I was very happy. I was relieved.
1: I was like, finally. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge moment. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. I did it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But then there was this overwhelming feeling of not being motivated anymore. Mm. Because I was then like, okay, we're here. What next? Yeah. And for some reasons, Edmonton wasn't giving me that vibe. No disrespect to Edmonton, but it mm-hmm. wasn't giving me that.
1: And There's so much to say about Edmonton. But <laughs> <laughs> so I- about me. <laughs> Nobody <please say laughs> it. I want to hear. <laughs> I don't want to alienate our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Until then, um, I remember
0: the next morning, because of course it was late in Nigeria, so my husband couldn't call and all of that. So Wait, I remember so you
1: arrived by yourself? You arrived I arrived your by kids. myself
0: with the kids, Kay. just me and the kids. Yeah. My husband okay. was still in Nigeria, okay. and I remember my husband calling in the morning, and he was like, ah, it's so dark. What time is it? I was like, 8 a.m. I was like, why is it so dark? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand. And everybody's like, still sleeping. Like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. He was like, Have you looked outside? Is there snow?
1: I was like, Of you're course. Like, Is there snow? Do That's you know?
0: In, <laughs> I was like, Yes. As if you know what we went through. Like, I remember him literally going, like, like oh we made God. it. Like, yeah. you're finally there. So, like, he was so happy. And then he was like, go outside, take photos, do this, do that. I was like, no, it's freezing. I can't do it. And then he was he was shocked. Like, this is something you've always wanted. Yeah. Why don't you feel motivated and all that? Because it was almost like I, I told him this is my dream, so it has to be your dream. Mm. And so he was motivated to do this because Through I you. wanted this so much. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's asking he's the one now pushing me to like explore and enjoy the moment and I couldn't yeah. I was just numb yeah at that point cuz I was like what do I do mm. at this point
1: Can yeah. you describe what else was at play other than the cold and believe me, I understand that the cold and mm. winter and the mm. darkness is very, very significant. And mm. that can take a huge toll on anyone's mental health, mm. um, regardless of your situation. Mm. But what were some of the other things at play for you that kind mm. of led to that be- feeling of like demotivation? Yeah. Well, I
0: think it was mostly after, because I stayed in Edmonton for about 10 days, right? And it wasn't so difficult because there was we were in a family house, mm-hmm. my friend's house she she was she's married, so she has a, a house of her own. She has a car to take us wherever we wanted to go. and but then, like, when they brought us to Calgary, and I was now all by myself, mm-hmm. and I had to to look after the kids, yeah, I had to go to school. I had to manage, like, navigate the whole winter situation with two kids on my own. And I'm talking two very young kids. Yeah. My daughter wasn't even up to 18 months when we came. Oh, my God. And my son was about four when we came. So, like, he's throwing tantrums. She's throwing tantrums. Yeah. I'm not having it. I'm like oh my god and like in Nigeria you have house helps right
1: yeah you
0: have help wherever and we we had like the kids were not used to not having a car right to move about and all of that and now we had to literally not have a car live in a condo like just manage to walk In a way that you're not disturbing the person underneath, right? Yeah. And the kids were not used to that. Because where they're coming from, they're very comfortable. We had our own house. Mm -hmm. We had cars. And, like, they were going to very good schools. Mm -hmm. So then, it's not just taking a toll on me. It's taking a toll on especially my four-year-old. My daughter didn't understand because she was really... But my son already had... Had friends and all of that. So then I'm trying to manage myself and manage how difficult it is being in this new environment. Yeah. Trying to manage helping my son fit in, Mm -hmm. find the right daycare. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also trying to have an education.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Because that was, that's a very integral part of, that's the route we came in through.
1: Exactly. I mean, there's so many elements here. There are so many things at play, so many things to think about. I'm Mm -hmm. curious, just like really practically speaking. So you were going to school in person, Mm -hmm. right? This wasn't online still?
0: It was online for a bit. Okay. And then it got, because like the course I did, photojournalism is a very hands-on course. Yeah. So then... you. Some of the courses you could do online, but some of them you just had to be there in person. Right. So then they were talking about how do we do it? We need to come back in person. Yeah. And some of the classes were at 8 a.m. And Mm -hmm. I lived in the northeast and my school seat was in, in the northwest and that not was closer to downtown. Yeah. So that was about, if you're driving, that will take you 25 minutes. Right. Yeah. But if you ha you didn't have a car and you had to go with transit, that would take you about two hours. Yeah. And then, so I had to wake up very early when it was still very dark every day, drop off the kids at daycare. And sometimes we'll just open the door and it'd been snowing all night. And then the snow is this high. And then you have to push a stroller in the snow that hasn't been cleared. And then you have to do that as quickly as possible because you need to get on the bus. Mm And so you can get to school on time for your class. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And like I was always tired. Yeah. I was literally always tired because I had to do school. And there are so many assignments with photojournalism like you have to go and cover different stories and all of that. But at the same time, you remember, you still have to come home and take care of the kids. You have to do your your assignment. You have to take care of yourself as well. Yeah. And the weather was just, I remember one day after dropping my son, my daughter at daycare and dropping my son, because they were in two different daycares. Mm-hmm. So I remember running, rushing to get the bus. And as I was rushing, Like I wasn't even thinking, I just didn't want to miss the bus Mm because I would have to, one, I would have to stand out in the cold and wait for the next bus, which would take about maybe 20 minutes to Mm -hmm. come. Two, I would, it would extend the number of hours that it will take for me to get to school. Three, I would be late for my lecture, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh God, that's the bus. And I was running. I was like I wasn't thinking I was just running I I mustn't miss that bus. Yeah. And then I just stepped on black ice. <gasps> and I went yeah. and landed on my back on the floor like Oh my god. Oh my god. Like
1: did you just like start sobbing?
0: I, I, that would I have couldn't broken, even that would have I me. couldn't cry like all I wanted to was I needed to not miss I the know. bus oh my
1: god so you just like got up and like
0: I couldn't even <sighs> get up it was that sleepy like I literally crawled
1: to, oh my god yeah did you first of all did you make the bus
0: I did. That, because did the bus driver see me? The bus, the bus this? driver saw no. me. <laughs> Everybody saw me. No, that <laughs> like, my cars, cars stopped and they were looking at me as no. I was crawling off. And the bus driver just waited. And immediately I got on the bus and showed my. Bu- he was like, Are you okay? I was, that was when I was like, Oh, yeah. Am I okay?
1: Yeah.
0: And then I just went and sat and I started sobbing. Oh. And the only thing I could think about at that point was, is my camera good? Because I had my camera in my backpack and I had so many things with me. So, like, I was like, have I broken my camera? Like, this is my investment. It mustn't break. So, I started to check. I was like, oh, thank God. It's okay. And then I just started sobbing. Yeah. Because I was tired. Yes. I was in pain hope I hadn't broken anything mm-hmm. like I wasn't even bothered about breaking a no, bone no it's not that though. Yeah, moments like
1: that everything comes yeah. to the head and you're just like yeah. I am struggling yeah. like it's not <laughs> you know and it's just like it's just again yeah it's not mm-hmm. even like you're like I'm in so much physical pain yeah. and I want to yeah. cry it's just like yeah. You have this moment you're like, I am not okay. I'm not like, okay. This is not okay. Yeah.
0: I I just felt like, oh, am I a zombie? Like I'm mm-hmm. just going through oh every God. day and trying to yeah. to survive even though it's not making sense.
1: Yeah.
0: And so yeah. That was it oh, was horrible.
1: That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That story is like so heartbreaking for so many reasons yeah. and I just like I mean, yeah, cuz it's like again, everything that you're describing mm-hmm would just be awful for anyone. I mean, mm. being like being in this position of being kind of like having to be a single parent for two kids, two young kids, mm-hmm. just like that, period. Like, really difficult situation for anyone to be in. Mm. Much less being in school. And then it's like, it's the dead of winter. You don't have a car. Like, mm-hmm. all of these things you're describing, I'm like, that is just really hard, mm. full stop. Mm-hmm. And then you add on the additional layer and pressure of like, this is a new city. I don't mm-hmm. have a support system here. Mm-hmm. My family's not here, here. My friends aren't here. I don't have someone I can call and mm-hmm. just be like, "This is a crazy day. Can you just mm-hmm. pick up the kids?" And I just need exactly. a second. There's none of that. Mm-hmm. And then you're also like, "I have to make this work. Did yeah. I make a mistake? Yeah. What is happening?" Like, I'm just like, "That is that is so much. Mm-hmm. That is so much." And we're talking about this moment, this like breaking point. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there were many more, as there definitely would have been for me. Yeah. This entire season, for the first you know few months or you know year or so, what was your mental health like in mm. general? What was your process of kind of coming being like, "I'm excited, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. I just have to go through the motions and mm-hmm. not think about it. Mm-hmm. I actually need help like mm-hmm. what what was that journey like? Mm.
0: It was a lot mm-hmm. it was really a lot like. I felt like it provoked so many other emotions Mm. that I thought I had already dealt with before even moving to Canada. So then it put me in a state where I was like, oh, my gosh, because I I, there was one time I also had frostbite. Oh,
1: actually,
0: I did have frostbite, like terrible frostbite in the worst part of my body, like where nobody would have ever thought. I remember being in so much pain. I was like, what's happening to me?
1: I'm sorry. This was ha- after how long in Canada?
0: This was after the first month.
1: You got frostbite within I did. a month of being here. I did. That is so That's awful. to show you
0: how exposed I was. Yeah. To the, like. Oh, Lord. I had, when I had this pain, because it was on my lap. Okay. And my knee, like, everywhere there. So, like. When I had this terrible pain, I didn't know what it was. No one knew what it was. Because everybody expects you have frostbite on On your fingers or your toes or something like that. And so I was in this much pain. And then I was just thinking about it one day. And I was like, could this be? I don't know what happened. I think it just happened after I prayed. (laughs) And I was like, some voice just told me, could this be frostbite? And then I started to Google like, can you actually have frostbite on your, on your knee and on your laps? And then I found out that I actually could. So then I had to see a doctor and the doctor felt so bad for me. Oh like, he was like, have you been wearing? I said, no. I was like, so how did you, do you sleep out? I said, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> I couldn't even explain how exposed I was to the weather that I had to get that frostbite. Cause, yeah. yeah it, there's just so many things to unpack. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like this whole episode might not even be enough, but there was Mm -hmm. just so much. And So,
1: yeah, what were some of those things that you're like, I thought I dealt with this thing? I thought I dealt with that was starting to come up during this experience. So
0: at that point, I realized that I hadn't even gotten over losing my mom.
1: Join us for the rest of this conversation in part two of this episode, which you can find by searching Diary of a Niger Immigrant on CJSW.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Diary of a Niger Immigrant is presented by Afros in the City in collaboration with Through Oni's Lens.
1: You can keep up with us on Instagram by following Afros in the City, following Through Oni's Lens, and of course, following Diary of a Niger Immigrant. Once you've done all that, just keep listening. Rate us, review us, love us, root for us. Until next time.